Locked on Horn Frogs. Today we dip into the wild and crazy world of the transfer portal. We'll do that next. That's coming up on Locked on Horn Frogs. You are Locked on Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is the Locked On Horn Frogs podcast. You can subscribe on our YouTube channel. Also, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so, the transfer portal, right? It is in full swing right now. TC is kind of in a weird place this year because they're still playing games. I mean, they have a big playoff game against Michigan. You know, teams that are playing a bowl game right now, they have this time off. And, I mean, depending on what bowl game we're in, will depend on how much prep they do. Um, but bowl practice is sort of a chance to rest and reset. And TCU is getting some of that time right now as well. The guys are getting a little time to not completely be off, but at least be off their feet a little bit, not be on the field as much. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering, and I, I wonder if you are wondering the same thing, um, what type of players is TCU looking for? Who are they going to be interested in? How many players can they potentially add? And it's hard to gauge all those things because you don't know – exactly who's leaving and who's going. They have a better idea in the building than we do here, but I'm sure there's still some decisions that have to be made. Um, and, and so you're trying to project for next year's roster, look at uh, what you have coming in from a freshman standpoint next season, and also what needs you need to fill. But I want to throw out a couple names that have come up in the past few days as these players are in the transfer portal and have possibly been linked to TCU. So one name is uh, JoJo Earl. JoJo Earl is a local DFW product. He is uh, from Alito originally. And what you're going to see here, and this is what Sonny Dykes did so well at SMU, he kind of became a bounce-back destination for Dallas-Fort Worth area kids. It was like, hey, okay, you went to Power 5 School X and it didn't work out. Don't worry about it. Come down here to SMU. You can get playing time. You can be at a place where we're winning some games. Have some fun. Finish out your college career. Now, a somewhat different dynamic at TCU, but that same kind of logic applies getting kids who are, um, you know, close to the Fort Worth area to come back home. And JoJo Earl was recruited by TCU. He was recruited by everybody um, in, in the process of, you know, his high school recruitment. He committed to LSU, ended up flipping to Alabama. Hasn't really played at, at Alabama yet. Has dealt with some injuries. Um, and he could possibly, you know, be interested and a return back, um, really talented kid. He was rated on 247 uh, back in 2021 as a four-star prospect, number six wide receiver in the country, number 11 wide receiver in the state of Texas, 5'9", 170. He is the type of guy that can play in the slot and could replace um, some players that you're going to lose in Tay Barber and potentially Darius Davis. They're going to need speedsters who can play special teams, who can play in the slot, and JoJo Earl would seem to fit that mold. So that's a name to watch. Another Alabama player that has come up is Tommy Brockermeyer. And you might notice that Brockermeyer name. They are, um, you know, a, a big-time football family. Tommy was a huge recruit in 2021, 6'5", 292 pounds, five-star player, number six player in the nation, number two offensive tackle in the nation, number two player in the state of Texas, he went to All Saints in Fort Worth, and, I mean, he was a can't-miss prospect. It would be a return home for him. 
Um, didn't really crack the too deep uh, roster at Alabama in his time there, but a chance to come back, you know, get closer to home, reset, work with A.J. Ricker, who's a great offensive line coach, and um, work on his game. In high school, he was 6'5", 292 pounds. And, you know, some some people don't get too caught up in stars. I know that can be sometimes misleading, but this was the type of player that when he was coming into college, I mean, he did the camp circuit and people that evaluated those types of things thought he was going to be an absolute star. Um, can play tackle. I don't know how much position flexibility he has, you know, moving to that guard spot, but this O-line is going to be shuffling around a lot next year. You have a, a ton of guys that are moving on. And so you need – you need big bodies in there. You need more depth, if anything else. But I think Brockermeyer is a player that could come in and should start right away if he made it to campus or at least would compete for a starting job right away if he made it to campus. So uh, that's a big name to watch as well. would be super excited if TCU was able to get him. And in my mind, that's really what you need to focus on is the trenches. Like you, you have to have bigger and stronger players on both sides of the ball. O-line ended up being better than I thought. This season, especially the interior with Ali and um, uh, Wes Harris and Steve Avila, uh, they really held down things well. And, and even like Brandon Coleman and Andrew Coker did a better job than I thought, but they need more players who could play. They got really fortunate this season that they didn't have injuries up front, um, but they got replenish and rebuild that offensive line. That's a huge key to being successful. Also on the D line, you know, Dylan Horton, it's his last season. He'll be moving on after this year. And so it would be super helpful to get some rush ins, to get some defensive tackles, get some more beef up front. Um, you know, as, as great as Dominic Richardson has been, you need more players behind him to kind of take that snap count down and also be ready if something comes up so that he doesn't have to um, take all that on his shoulders. Uh, Anthony Goodlow is another player that's been mentioned. He's a defensive lineman from Tulsa, and uh, he has that familiarity with Joseph Gillespie. Jason Player was a guy from Tulsa last year in the portal, did not land him, but Goodlow was a three-star prospect at Tulsa and has had a really good career for the Golden Hurricane and obviously understands like what Joseph Gillespie is trying to do, um, understands what it takes to play in his system. So it would make a ton of sense to just bring him over. Um, and you, you see this every year now, players at the G5 level that did a good job making the step up to the Power 5 level and doing a fantastic job. He had 24 tackles and uh, two sacks last year, stands at 6'4", 286 pounds, um, so someone who could fit in that 3-3-5 defense. Uh, one more player I'll mention, and then we'll take a break, and we'll talk a little bit about the current TCU roster. But Ryan O'Keefe is a wide receiver out of uh, UCF, Central Florida. He's from Austin, Texas. So another you know Texas product. He had 73 catches for 725 yards and five touchdowns last season. Average about 10 yards per reception. So, again, a speedy, kind of smaller, shifty guy who has shown proven production at the group of five level. I think that'll be another player that TCU is interested in. One of our listeners, Max, Matt Cookson, excuse me, he uh, hit me up and, and asked me about a couple different players that I hadn't heard much about. Um, but he mentioned Tyrese Chambers from Florida International and Deontay Thompson from Oregon. And so I was looking at those guys, Matt, and 
you know, Chambers, I think, kind of fits the mold um, of a slot guy. And that's who I feel like they're really looking at. It's going to be those inside receivers. I feel like on the outside, Savion Williams coming back. Uh, Blair Conright will be, you know, coming back with another year under his belt. Another player that we haven't mentioned a ton since his injury is Quincy Brown, Sticks Brown, who had a great camp. Had a really good game against Tarleton before we went down with an injury. He should be back and healthy, and he'll be able to step up on the outside as well. I think they're looking for more slot receivers, so I'm not sure that Deontay Thompson will be on their radar. But if there's a player that you'd like me to sort of scout out that's in the portal now that you're interested in, hit me up in the comments or YouTube, or you can tweet at me at SimcoxSteven on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd give you my best guess at, at what TC might do, or if you just have an idea of what their biggest need is going to be in the transfer portal this offseason, we can discuss that as well. When we come back, um, we'll talk about an award that Max Duggan received on Wednesday. Uh, before we do that, though, I do want to talk about one of our great sponsors, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college if you need to hire somebody. Don't make it complicated. Just post your job on LinkedIn. Um, it is the top hiring site in the country. It's where everybody goes to find work. Go to LinkedIn.com slash college and you can post your job for free. Another one of our great sponsors is Built Bar. I've told you guys this before. My wife is back at work. Uh, she was on maternity leave for a few months. She's back at work now. She's been going for a couple weeks. That means on the days that she's working, I got four kids at the house that I'm trying to get out the door, trying to get them to school, trying to get them to daycare all the things. And the last thing on my mind is breakfast. And instead of going out and having to spend like eight to $10 on a fast food breakfast or not eating at all, Built Bar is a great option for me. I can grab one on my way out the door. It's 180 calories or 190 calories. It's good for you. It fuels me up. It ties me over to lunch. Um, it's one of my favorite things. I look forward to it every day. So builtbar.com is where you can look at those different flavors and try to find your own. Maybe it's a breakfast option for you. Maybe it's something you want to uh, eat before you go work out, a little snack in the afternoon. Built Bar, they have a ton of great flavors, ton of great options. Check it out today at builtbar.com. Okay, so I want to talk about Max for a minute. Um, first, though, some news. So TCU has had a player enter the transfer portal. So Caleb Medford, um, wide receiver, he entered the transfer portal today. Um, Caleb uh, has not appeared in a game in his first couple of years in Fort Worth. So not shocking that he's moving on. I imagine this is just, hey, I want to go get some you know, playing time. He stands at 6'2", 190 pounds. He's from Henderson, Texas. Was part of the 2019 class, was a three-star recruit. I remember him signing. I remember people being excited about it. Um, but, you know, never really saw the field. And that's a pretty crowded wide receiver room, even with a lot of the departures they're going to have next season. So I imagine he just kind of saw the writing on the wall and said, uh, best for me to, to peace out and move on somewhere else. So best of luck to Caleb Medford. He's the first player in the portal. I don't expect to see a lot of players in the portal um, this offseason. One, just because, I mean – they're having a great year, and that helps a lot. And obviously, there's a huge buy-in to the culture um, there at TCU under Coach Dykes. But then also, like the timing of it is just really strange with with the playoff happening right now. You kind of have to enter the portal now um, to make sure you have a good shot at getting a scholarship. One thing that people don't realize, I feel like a lot of times folks start talking about the portal, and they're like, "Oh yeah, these kids are just kind of running." from the opportunity to work hard and earn their spot. But it's also really hard to get noticed 
when the portal's so crowded. I mean, there's over a thousand players in there right now. So not everybody gets to go to greener pastures. And so it's a risk if you make that move. And so Caleb, for, for the sake of timing, is going to do that now. And uh, he'll see if he can find another landing spot before those spots fill up. But he is the first TCU player to enter the portal this offseason. I imagine there'll be a few more. You know, guys want to play. Um, and that's usually what it comes down to. But I, I think it'll probably be later on, maybe even in the spring, just because um, players will see if they can hack it here where they're having a lot of success. And after the great season they had, I, I imagine even some guys that might be riding the bench right now are like, well, I'd like to stick it out here and just kind of see what happens. Uh, Max Duggan won the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award for the best quarterback in the nation last night. Received that award on Wednesday evening, flew into Baltimore. I said um, on the podcast, I guess it was Wednesday, that he was flying into New York. He's actually flying to Baltimore first, and then now his family will make their way to New York uh, for the Heisman ceremony. You know, fantastic for him. We we know what a great story he is. The the next decision Max has to make, along with with the playoff um, and all that comes with that, and game planning, is what he's going to do next year. He has the opportunity to come back. Now, obviously, selfishly, I'd love to see Max Duggan back in a TCU uniform for one more season. It's his decision. I don't criticize guys because it's their personal choice, right? Like if they want to go to the NFL and maximize their opportunity to make some cash, that's great. There is the opportunity to make some cash in college, and I'm sure even though we don't know the details, I imagine Max is pretty well taken care of given the fact that he's kind of the face of the the university right now. but the other thing you have to weigh is you have to strike when the iron's hot. And one thing to consider, everybody thinks success and progress is just this linear thing, um, especially in sports. Like we just expect, okay, you've got this many guys coming back. That means you're going to be better. And sometimes that's the case. But there's also some ups and downs. So much of this is um, – so much of this is clouded through the lens of whatever expectations you have. So this season, Max came in as a backup. Uh, and I think when he took the job, most people were like, okay, hopefully he's improved some and this team can be better. Obviously, he skyrocketed to a place that he has never – to a level that he's never played at before. And so now I would imagine his draft stock's higher than ever. I'm not a scout. I don't know. He'll get feedback, and I'm sure he and his family will make the right decision for him. But it is kind of risky coming back because what you – if you're a Heisman finalist and you're quarterback of a team that was in the college football playoff, then you kind of have to match that the next season or do even better to continue that upward trajectory. And that's a hard thing to do, but um, best of luck to him as he makes that decision. It's a tough one to make. And I'm sure, you know, his family will, will weigh all the possible options and will uh, make a wise choice. With that decision, though, and the timing of it, there's a topic tomorrow that I really want to discuss. And I'd love to get your feedback on this as well. If you're still with us, you can come in on YouTube. Comment on YouTube, excuse me. Does TCU need to look in the transfer portal for a quarterback? Right now, you got Chandler Morris, you got Sam Jackson. Um, and that's really it as far as guys that you think are going to play. You also have Josh Hoover, who came in in the 2021 or 2022 class. Um, from Rockwell, Rockwell Heath, excuse me, was a true freshman this year. Didn't see the field, obviously, but was on the team. And those are your three guys. And Chandler won the job in the fall, and so the coaching staff might fully trust him. There's a name out there, Hudson Card, the Texas QB, that's been floated around just kind of as a possibility. There's some bigger names out there, but 
are you interested in TCU dipping into the transfer portal for a quarterback? I want to talk about that tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 